to Fintech's DEI Discussions podcast series. We are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges and walk the talk for change across the entire financial technology industry. Today is a special episode with three of our judging panel who recently judged the Top 1% Workplace Awards 2023 in the Harrington Star magazine, The Financial Technologist. Today we are joined by... I'm Nick Dennis and I head up global talent acquisition for Marix, which is a commodity broker and financial services platform. And Yasmin Jenkow, associate at CMS, specialising in UK and UAE fintech. My name is Kate Bond. I drive innovation and transformation in complex organisations because I truly believe that the complex does not need to be complicated. So how do we create ease of access, understanding and democratisation as we go along through that. I asked everyone what they felt were the key ingredients that stand out to make a great workplace. And for Nick, it was the people. It absolutely comes down to the people. Um, I heard a wonderful quote this morning. Uh, it was a hiring manager who said, when I open an interview, I always say, I'm here to find out about you. We're not recruiting AI. And against that backdrop, I just love it. It made my heart sing because it, it, it is about people. It's about the connection, about giving the platforms, about the tech, about the inspiration, about the entrepreneurial nature, enabling people to flourish and be themselves in workplace and really bring something special to create something even more special. For Yasmin, she felt that the applications that spoke about working flexibly, building great relationships and having transparency around pay stood out the most. Yeah, I think there were some really interesting things that came up. I think for me, there were probably three key ingredients. First of all, flexibility. I think a lot of the participants spoke about flexibility and the working um, hours, uh, where you can work, how good working, um, the style of working. And I think that's quite important uh, in, in an environment where you know there are many options to pick from. Um, and you know, we, we think we're upbeat. Um, but the option of having the flexibility in the workplace and uh, to accommodate the rest of our life is really important. Uh, the second thing is transparency around pay. One of the participants um, a very interesting environment of pay where they published the, the pay for people at all different levels and, and the graphics, as well as the pay different, different demographics. And I think in a world where it's very hard to speak about how much you earn, why you should earn that much, how you should prepare the market, having factors in, in, in place to make that conversation easier, such as those co-graphics are important. And I think finally, relationships. You know, a lot of the participants spoke about the, the strong relationships they form through you know, mentoring, through collaboration, through social, through team working environments. I think the relationships are a key part of the workplace because you actually spend so much time at work. You want to ensure that people you work with are, you know, essentially your work family. And I think ensuring there's an environment to foster strong relationships at especially on a personal level will make the place of work much more enjoyable. And for Kate, it was psychological safety. The things that I've seen have had huge levels of psychological safety and that is across the whole team psychological safety doesn't exist if it's just one person in your team feeling able to speak their truth or without second guessing themselves or everybody else that's just a chum 
I think if you have psychological safety, everybody is able to come to the table with what they really think without having to overthink the language that they use for it. Everybody knows that it's coming with best intent, even maybe if we if we struggle or we say something slightly wrong, we're all there to support each other and move things forward. The bigger point is never about blame or, or personal attrition. It's about how do we move everything forward together. And when thinking of the standout moments within the awards, Nick said it was about progress. For Yasmin, it was about hybrid working environments. And for Kate, it was about clear commitment to continued progression. That was a really difficult one to judge. And um, every single head of talent who spoke on their conversation was amazing. The passion, the feeling they had behind them, the team, the fact they had, for me, I think covered new ground. I'm looking for something revolutionary. All of them were small, lean, beautiful, and had created with the help of their team, something they were all so proud of and had a real relevant place in the business. And it's not about all the metrics. It's not about the data analysts. It's about the ability to engage the business and drive positive change. And all of them had done that. I think the key thing for me was the continued focus on hybrid working. We're seeing a lot of stuff in the press, in the news, talks, I suspect with our colleagues and our friends that um, employers are firing people to go back into the office um, a significant amount of their time. And I think it's quite nice to see that, you know, startups that very much thrive on you know, based on culture and ensuring everyone is getting stuff done, are still seeing the value in hybrid working and flexibility. That naturally is going to ensure that the talent is there in terms of females and, and males, those in different demographics. Um, and I think that was the key thing that stood out, that people still have that flexibility. The biggest positive was probably those companies who'd gone through the process before, but really embraced what they heard back and delivered that into their change strategy going forward. They weren't scared by it. They weren't upset by it. They just went, yeah, you know what? This is where we could be better. How do we make that better? And they engaged their, all of their employees to be a part of that discussion and part of the solution. There's, there's a quote somewhere where somebody said that, Spotting errors or failures or problems is a solo sport. However, finding solutions is a team sport. And the more people you have engaged in that, the better the solutions are going to be. And for the industry as a whole, we can keep improving. Yasmin felt that improvement would need a continued focus on discussion around individuals' needs. I think it's great an environment to grow. People need to see where they're going to be in one year, in three years, in five years' time. Having a framework in place to see, to see where people can go and have milestones in place uh, is very important. And finally, I think when we speak about that, we speak about it a lot, but being adaptable to people's circumstances, I think that's really important and really upgrade, um, given that, you know, he's been checking the trees. If you talk to you know, the white males, if you want to get women in there, if you want to get people of colour, if you want to get people with disability, if you want to disability, what from to have a disability, or those um, from a disabled background, you need to ensure that there is flexibility and you're adaptable to people's individual circumstances, because that is how you're going to build talent. And also, that's how you're going to cater towards your customers when you come to Kate agreed, sharing that we need to address pay parity once and for all. And let's back people to get better every single day. 
I really want us to stop talking about the gender pay gap and start talking about pay parity reports. And that's for everybody, because also not only does gender pay gap suggest that genders should have a gap or a gap is expected, but it's also ignoring all the other neurodivergent or different minority groups that are out there. Let's just call it a pay parity report. It may have a particular focus or not, but that would be great. The other thing that I'd really like us to focus on is, is doubling down on how do we lift those people that we think are extraordinary, they have unique talents, but maybe they're not quite ready where they need to be that, sort of to move to the next step. How do we ensure that whatever that gap is when we're trying to promote or lift people up, that gap is closed as opposed to it persists. Never give somebody feedback that goes, oh no, you're great, keep doing what you're doing. Oh, the most awful phrase in the world. If we can understand where they want to go, how we close that gap, then let's just focus on those bits so they can really end up where they're just flying in whatever it is that they want to do and, and they're coming in happy and bouncy and tigger-like. That would, that would be fantastic. Thanks to all our judges for the contribution to this year's Harrington Star Financial Technologist magazine and the top 1% workplace awards. The overwhelming narrative here is one of continued improvement. So let's listen, let's learn, let's walk the talk.